Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a podcast brought to you by LifeBank, the organ, eye, and tissue recovery agency in Northeast Ohio. Donation can be a complicated subject, but it is really all about life. So spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. So come on, let's talk about life. You may not know by looking at me, but I'm a bit of a gearhead. I love cars, especially fast ones. For many years at my house on Sundays, the NASCAR race was on the TV, and I was cheering on my favorite driver, the 24, Jeff Gordon. Of course, my husband liked his arch rival, the number three, Dale Earnhardt. We had the fan gear, memorabilia, and season tickets to not one, but two race courses on the circuit. Racing was a big part of my life for many years, and we still tune in to watch the Xfinity or Cup race on the weekends and so enjoy them. So you can imagine my delight when my two worlds came together when I saw a Donate Life logo and the familiar blue and green speeding around a race course a few years ago. Hi, you're listening to episode 101 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host, Colleen Gerber, kidney recipient and LifeBank staff member. And I am so excited about today's episode, but I wanna pause for a second to remind you with the beautiful weather of summer LifeBank is going to hold our annual fundraising events in person. We are back at Blossom for the Gift of Life Walk and Run on Sunday, August 7th. And we will be uh, once again holding our Daredevil event over the edge on September 2nd. These events help LifeBank educate the community about the vital need for organ, eye, and tissue donors and support those donor families whose loved one was a donor hero. If you're interested, check out these events on lifebank.org slash get involved. Now for today's very special guest, I'm a little bit starstruck because our guest is Joey Gase, who is a race car driver and car owner of Emerling Gase Motorsports. You'll need to indulge me a little bit as I take advantage of this opportunity to talk about racing. Joey, thank you so much for talking with me. And I'd love to start by hearing your background and how you got into racing. Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, racing's been uh, something that's been a part of my life ever since I can remember pretty much. My dad raced at our local short track in Cedar Rapids. Iowa at Hawkeye Down Speedway before I was ever born, and uh, I grew up in it, and ever since I can remember, I loved racing. Um, I love going to the racetrack and, and watching my dad race. I love watching NASCAR, and I love going to the garage with my dad and, and him and my uncle, my grandpa, uh, working on this at night, and it was always just something I loved, and uh, when I was turned four, I got my first yard part, and I turned thousands of laps in the driveway, and then when I turned eight years old, they got me my first racing go-kart. And uh, I raced that from when I was eight years old to 13. And then when I was 14, I actually started the race. My dad's old modified, which is a, a full-size race car. And then late models when I was 15 and 16. And 
I was the youngest ever to win the track championship in the late model at our home track at 16. And everything kind of took off from there. And, uh, I've been in the Xfinity Series since I was 18. And uh, I made my first start in the Cup Series in 2014. Well, how amazing. I mean, just speaking as a race fan, it must be so fun to be able to pursue your love and your passion. And now not only are you a driver, but you're a race car team owner. How is that? It's a, it's another experience for sure. And uh, it's something that I've enjoyed so far. Obviously, I've always been very hands-on driver with handling my own sponsors and I've been on a lot of smaller teams most of my career and had to be, you know, hands-on working more on the car than most drivers and, and helping out in the shop and at the racetrack and things like that. But uh, obviously now being a owner, there's even more things to take on and, and handle. But uh, so far, I've really enjoyed it. You know, it's a lot of work and, and more stress involved, but uh, it's something I enjoyed and feel like we've done a, a decent job at so far this year and, and hopefully we can keep it going. Well, that's great. And you have the, is it the Kitty Cat Coin Car? Yep, yep. We have different primary sponsors throughout the year. And, uh, you know, we still have uh, many different OPOs and Donate Life Partners uh, team up with us throughout the year. But we will have the Kitty Cat Coin Car uh, here at our next race in Talladega. And uh, we'll actually be taking two cars there. We'll, and both cars will be sponsored by Kitty Cat Coin. And now, luckily, we, we will have uh, Donate Life Alabama on the car as well as an associate, which is always really cool as well. Yeah, that's great. And I have to admit, I was thrilled when I saw the Donate Life logo racing around that track, as I mentioned. But sadly, you have a very personal connection to Donate Life. Can you explain that? Unfortunately, in April of 2011, we lost my mom to a uh, sudden brain aneurysm. And uh, it was something very unexpected. And I was 18. My sister was in middle school and my mom was 44. And she was a perfectly healthy person. We thought, you know, she worked out all the time. She ate right all the time, did everything possible to live life basically as healthy as, as possible. But uh, unfortunately, she had a sudden brain aneurysm, which is something that's really hard to prevent and really hard to predict and even though you're you're having one when you when you have it but when that happened uh, the doctors told us unfortunately it was too big and she was brain dead and uh, asked us if she liked to be an organ eye and tissue donor and at that time it was something we never really thought about before and and or talked about before but we knew she could no longer continue her life she wanted to do whatever she could to help others continue theirs so we said yes and uh, later we went home and found her driver's license and saw that she was a registered organ donor. So knowing that we made the right decision for her, uh, you know, meant, meant the world to us. And uh, later we also found out she was able to help and save and improve the lives of 56 people, which was amazing. You know, we, we thought it could only be two or three. We, we had no idea how big an impact one person can make by being an organ, eye, and tissue donor. And, you know, Ever since that day, we wanted to do whatever we could to uh, help raise awareness for donation and honor all those affected by it. And we don't want people only to uh, register to be organ donors. We also want them to have that talk with their loved ones. So if they're ever in the same situation uh, my family and I were in, they would already know what their loved one would have wanted. 
that's super important. And we try to promote that too. It's great that you make that donation decision, but sharing it with your loved ones and your family is key. Your mom, as you mentioned, was able to save a lot of lives and help others. Did that help you in any way with your loss? I mean, such a tremendous loss, especially at a young age. Did that help at all? You know, knowing that she's able to help so many people and that she's able still to live on through people, um, you know, I, I would say made it easier, but uh, knowing that she was able to help that many people and that she'd be happy to know that, you know, definitely uh, put, put a smile on your face a little bit. And we've been fortunate enough to actually meet two of my mom's recipients. And that definitely put everything in full perspective. You know, a lot of people only think about the one person they're helping. They, they don't think of, you know, the, the ripple effect. And, you know, when I was able to meet Jordan and, and Maggie and their friends and their family, it, it really put everything into perspective to see, you know, how great people they were and how thankful they were. But not only how thankful they were, but their entire family and, and friends. So you're not really only helping that one person, you're helping hundreds or, or thousands of other people that they affect through their lives as well, now that they're able to continue their life. So it's, it's really amazing how big an impact uh, organ donation makes. I'm always blown away. You're right, it's a ripple effect and, and it does touch the lives of family and friends. How did you connect those two worlds, your, your racing career with the Donate Life? How did you begin to work with Donate Life? Uh, it was something that, uh, I, like I said, I wanted to do. I wanted to raise awareness and uh, honor those affected by it. And uh, we were, you know, looking for sponsors when we first started in, uh, in the Xfinity, which was then uh, nationwide. So I, uh, I reached out to a contact that I knew at a, our local hospital there in uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and, and told them what I wanted to do. And uh, they said they, they wouldn't be able to help us directly, but they could put me in contact with uh, Iowa Donor Network, which was uh, uh, the OPO for the state of Iowa and the OPO that my mom was a uh, organ donor through. So um, she gave me their contact and I reached out to them and and they remembered me and remembered my mom's story and uh, they wanted to help. So it, it all started there and we teamed up together there with Iowa Donor Network. And sure, as you know, there's there's 58 different OPOs across the, the U.S. And uh, slowly but surely, we started to, to work with many of the different OPOs across the U.S. And Iowa Donor Network uh, helped us make that connection with the different OPOs. And uh, it's all it's all taken off from there. And uh, it's, it's really cool to see how many different OPOs we are able to, uh, to work with and how long of a relationship I've been able to have with many of these OPOs. Well, I have to say I'm a little jealous because LifeBank and, and the Cleveland area, we don't have a racetrack close, but it is so heartwarming to see my sister organizations, One Legacy, Virginia Donor Network, Nevada. All these places that I work with, you know, over the years, seeing that on a side of the race car. One other thing that I loved on your race car, besides the Donate Life logo, is the handprints. Can you explain what that tradition is? Yeah, it was something uh, we started with Donate Life, uh, Texas, I think in 2016, maybe 2015, and uh, they had this 
idea of uh, actually letting people place handprints uh, on our car and, and writing a message of hope. And it was something that was unique and, and kind of hard to make happen, but we were able to do it. And that's uh, something that people loved and that we've been able to do uh, pretty much ever since. You know, it's something that's really cool. It's the people that are, are participating in it and that are connected to organ donation, you know, in a strong way. If they're a recipient, if they're, their uh, loved one was an organ donor or if they're on the wait list, you know, it can be really emotional for them and, and, and healing to do it. And it's really cool to see that take place. And then on the flip side, it raises a, a ton of, of awareness for donations. Um, you know, when the, the media and the public see those handprints on the race car, they want to know why those are on there. They come up to us, you know, if it's a fan in the garage and they ask us, you know, why is that on there? And we get to tell them why. And uh, when when the media see it, they interview us normally and we get to tell them why those are on there and, and raise awareness for donation. And, you know, it, the same thing happens when we have a picture of the honoree on the car as well. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's really cool how it works uh, full circle. The one thing about both the cup races and the Xfinity races and maybe people aren't aware, there are a lot of people. I know before COVID, it wasn't unusual to have over 100,000 people in the stands watching the race and getting that message across. I mean, oh my gosh, that's, that's a huge billboard and a huge help for us. We appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. And you know, the, the cool thing is that NASCAR has kind of bounced back uh, the most of any sports uh, after COVID. So uh, a lot of our races are filled out again with uh, uh, full capacity. So it's, it's really cool to see that and, uh, and hopefully continue on the trend. And uh, the other thing we do now at the handprints too, because of COVID, we wanted to be able to continue to do it when we were back racing, but COVID was still, you know, really going on. So we do it virtually now and in person. So if you're, if you're someone that maybe doesn't feel, you know, comfortable being able to go to the event or just can't make it, the weeks that we do it, we do do it virtually as well. So you can uh, submit your handprint of hope online. And then uh, we that specific handprint just for you and put that on the car as well. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So I am a little bit older. I'm a mature NASCAR fan. And back in March of last year, I think, you ran the 28 car in honor of the legendary driver, Davey Allison. And for those who don't know, Davey really and his brother, they were big into really the beginning of NASCAR before it was super popular. He was just a legend in the sport. Also on that car, you honored all organ donors and included the Register Me website, which is the National Donor Registry. How did that come about? And what an honor. That was so cool, Joe. Yeah, it was really cool. Actually, uh, Lopa on the OPO in Louisiana actually came up with the idea. They're big race fans there as well. And uh, they actually saw a documentary that was done on uh, Davey Allison and his life and how how he was an organ donor. I mean, a lot of people did, did not know that. And that was, you know, it's rare to be an organ donor now, but it was even more rare to be an organ donor back in uh, in 93. So they had the idea of uh, honoring Davey Allison when we raced in Talladega and uh, trying to have the 28 number. So we actually teamed up with Lopa 
we teamed up with Durant Life Alabama, and we teamed up with with Mora. So it was uh, it was really cool to have three different OPOs teaming up together and for for this one race, and it was a really big deal. We were able to do the car in both the Cup Series and the Xfinity Series, and the the thing that was really really cool and, and really really special was that uh, NASCAR and and Liz Allison actually gave us uh, permission to use the 28 number. So the 28 number in, in the Cup Series was actually uh, is a retired number, so no one's ever going to be able to use it again. There was a lot of rules that had to be bent for that to be able to happen. Obviously, to retire the number, and then uh, normally you're not able to change to a number and then change back to a number again throughout the season. So uh, NASCAR uh, and, and Liz made that made that happen, which was uh, really cool and made it just that that much more special. You know, there's still to this day uh, so many diehard Davy Allison fans and so many things went together for it. You know, he he was 28. He passed away 28 years ago. I was 28 years old at the time. And, uh, you know, he was from Alabama. He passed away, unfortunately, at Talladega in, uh, in a helicopter crash. And uh, we were racing at Talladega. So it was something that was... Uh, was really cool and we were able to raise a, a bunch of awareness for uh, organ donation and, and we got a lot of people registered. No, what a tribute, just what a tribute. I love that story and that was something I specifically wanted to ask you about. How cool. What does it mean to you to be able to combine your passion and then honor not only your mom but all organ donors and recipients while you're doing something you love? It means a uh, it means a ton, you know, to be able to be able to do this and uh, you know to tie it all together and uh, do something that, like I said, I love. And you know, it's it's something that I always love having sponsors. You know, we we need sponsors in order to uh, be able to race, or we can't race. Unfortunately, it's a very very expensive sport. But uh, to be able to have a sponsor that I I truly care about and something that uh, I'd be promoting, you know, no matter what means the world uh, and makes it that much easier and makes it that makes me do that much better of a job uh, promoting uh, donation as well. Well, Joe, thank you so much for sharing your story and sharing a little bit about my love of racing. And I'll, I'm going to start working on our marketing group to see if we can get a sponsorship. I would love to see yeah. Life Bank on the side of a race car. Yeah, that would be awesome. And, you know, we, even though we, like you said, we don't race, directly in your area um we're not too far away from you at at other tracks and we like i said when we we race down in uh in talladega we team up with mora and and, and lofa at times and lofa sometimes is talladega and then lofa sometimes does texas because we're in the middle of the two and then uh donate life uh colorado they teamed up with us in, in nashville uh last year and then like iowa donor network they now team up with us in kansas so it's uh uh, it's not super rare for an OPO to uh, come outside their uh, area a little bit. And uh, we still do like car appearances, um, you know, in your area at a, at a hospital or high school or wherever it might be to uh, also make sure you get the local media coverage um, as well. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be fun. But, uh, but thank you so much for, uh, for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, Joey, we appreciate it. And thank you for sharing your story and being so dedicated to something that's affected thousands of people. And good luck this year.
We hope you found today's episode informative and inspirational. You know, you can save lives simply by going to lifebanc.org and registering your donation decision. You can catch Let's Talk About Life on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, but you can always find it at lifebank.org. We thank you for listening and we hope you come back next time. And come on, let's talk about life. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at info at lifebank.org. Take a few minutes to do something heroic and register to be an organ donor by saying yes at lifebank.org. Literally, someone's life is dependent on it.